Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday, uh, July 19th. Hope your week's going well. Yesterday, not a bad day. We uh, bounced back pretty well, had some great gains yesterday on both the uh, S&P 500, the NASDAQ, and the Dow Industrial 30. Uh, we'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few minutes. Uh, we also have some banks coming in today, some more banks coming in today. We'll talk about their earnings, too. Uh, but don't forget that uh, there are so many things that uh, we cannot control in this world we live in. However, you can control the amount of risk you have in your current portfolio. You need to know a couple of things, though. You need to know how much risk you really do have in your portfolio. And then you need to know how it measures up with the amount of risk you should have based on your age, how close you are to retirement, and your overall risk tolerance. These are all things that are accomplished through our core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. Put it up for sale. Somebody wants to buy it. It's 841, now 19 before 9. We always do check in on your money and see how Wall Street's treating you this time of the day. And on the phone, we have Philip Statler from Statler Financial Service with us to uh, flesh out the details. Philip, your love shack isn't for sale either, is it? No, absolutely not, man. Holding on to it. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, we were talking beforehand, talking about the housing starts, and I was saying that uh, they were kind of a pleasant surprise from the standpoint of a healthy economy. And uh, I still think it's largely because you can't find a modest-sized home for sale in existing housing for these days. So a whole lot of people are ending up just saying, heck with it, and building them. And that was kind of what the data seems to indicate, doesn't it? It does. It does seem to indicate that we are seeing those type of things happen. Uh, but uh Still, uh, you know, and, and slightly better than expected, I guess you'd say, kind of. Um, mm -hmm. But but it is falling down a little bit, right? Yep. No, it, yeah, it is falling. Uh, starting it out, the government data dump this morning, because that kind of led into it because I played the right record beforehand. Uh, we were expecting June housing starts to fall by the better part of 10%. They ended up falling by only 8% last month, uh, building permits. Uh, did fall more than expected, down 3.7%. 3 they were only expecting about a two-tenth of a percent drop. And you and I have been talking about the notion that we have to see in order to discourage the Federal Reserve from raising interest rates next week is we need to see the economy slowing down. And at least that's half a loaf out of the housing information we got this morning, isn't it? It is. It is indicating that we are seeing a slowdown. Um, in the housing market. And so uh, I think that you know, from the numbers, at least we've seen so far um, this month, uh, you know, if you and I were on the Federal Reserve, we'd say, let's hold off another uh, meeting and see what happens, uh, because the numbers are doing what we want them to do, um, meaning that the interest rate hikes that we've thrown at everybody are finally starting to work. Let's give them some more time. Uh, and I doubt that's what the Fed will do. But you know, that's what they should do. You know, my instinct for the green eye shade side of the fence is exactly the same thing. I mean, okay, maybe, just maybe for the first time in their lives, uh, the Federal Reserve hit the sweet spot in terms of tightening up the economy because we're tapping the brakes, we're slowing down, but we aren't going into a Volcker-style recession like we had in the early 80s. And that's kind of sort of what they want to do. But uh, it's almost like they're waiting, you know, I really want to burn some rubber here, uh, so 
let's just clamp the brakes down hard and see what happens. I, 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 the, the wolves, they, they aren't, they, they aren't, uh, they aren't hawks. They're wolves on the board right now. <laughs> yeah, we got another week to see what happens. Uh, yeah, and I'm not a loose money fan to begin with, but I do believe very heavily that, uh, you know, we actually do have the Congress actually tapping the brakes a little bit on spending, and uh, that's the fiscal side of the fence. Now the Fed can actually do what it's supposed to be doing and doing monetary policy, and uh, sounds to me like they actually have done a pretty good job so far. Now let's see if they don't overcook the books. Uh, backing up to yesterday, and you and I were both kind of noodling through the reports that we had, the economic reports that we've had, really haven't indicated a reason for party time. But, boy, do we have a good day. The Dow was up more than a full percent, up 367 points yesterday. Standard & Poor's was up by seven-tenths of a percent, up 32 NASDAQ up three-quarters of a percent, up 109, and the Russell was up a percent and a quarter, up almost 25 yesterday. I was looking through there before I got you on the phone this morning. I said, what the Sam Hill prompted the party? Because I couldn't find it. Yeah, I I didn't see anything either, Dave, and and so who knows what really, you know, one one thing that I, I will say, and we see this at the top of every market, and it's called the fear of missing out. You know, we see the FOMO approach happening here. And, and that could be an explanation for what's happening because we've had a couple good days this week. And so people start to think, well, I'm missing this rally. I'm missing this rally. I got to jump in now. And that's just going to force prices up. Now, you were saying before we went on the air that, you know, those P.E. ratios are, are getting a little uh, top heavy. Well, yeah, with with the major companies in the country, by and large, doing what they said they were going to do, they're meeting or beating the street more often than not, but still the absolute numbers are expected to be about 7% down from last year. Uh, The price-earnings ratio on the Standard & Poor's 500 trailing again. This is not the forward-looking one, but this is the trailing P.E. ratio on the S&P 500. This morning is 25.11. It used to be pretty steady around the 21 number, and I told the story a while ago that I used to have standing orders for my broker to uh, get me into bonds if the S&P P.E. ratio got above 21. Well, now we're up at 25, and uh, yeah, that just indicates to me that we're looking at not a bubble. I mean, it's not you know obscene, but we're, we're definitely toward the top end of the range as far as a reasonable price value on the stock market. There's no reason to go down because we're doing what we said we were going to do. But I, if, if I were a macro guy, I'd be calling for a plateau right now, not another bear, not another bull market. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so you, you wouldn't be buying here, would you? I'd be holding. I wouldn't be selling necessarily, but I'm right, just right. my own my own personal theories are that you know we're heading for a plateau right now. I'll be perfectly happy if we go up five or six percent on the indexes this year. That's fair growth, but there's a you know not not in a time of declining absolute profits is this necessarily at least in my mind anyway that time to go out on a limb and start uh, you know using my gambling money to put it into more equities. Yeah, exactly. I you know it's. Um... <laughs> And nobody knows, right? I mean, it, it's it, it's the market. It has its mind of its own, and, and we can use logic all we want, and it doesn't work when we're talking about the stock market. It has a mind of its own and sometimes no mind at all. <laughs> <laughs> talking about reports, uh, uh, an indication of things that are on the horizon. Evidently, a lot of people are looking at and saying, I'm not going to trade all that terribly much. Boy, did Goldman Sachs have a rough quarter, huh? 
Goldman Sachs did have a rough quarter. Um, they uh, they they missed on earnings by about ten cents a share. They came in at three oh eight. They're expected to come in at three eighteen. Um, revenue was basically in line with expectations. Um, they are trading down right now, uh, about one point six percent. And this number in their report really kind of caught my attention. And you and I've been talking about absolute numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, their second quarter profit fell 58% from previous crap quarters. Hola. Crap, hola. <laughs> so, now, obviously, they've, they've had some, obviously, you know, mergers and acquisitions are down. Um, trading revenue is actually, they are expecting a 25% decline in their trading revenue in the upcoming quarter. Um, they, they had a couple other uh, issues this last quarter. Um, they had a, a, what they call a green sky deal. It was a company I think they had that, that basically is, is, um, the, the sale of that. And, and I don't think they made, you know, that was a, that was an issue there. Commercial real estate, they've had some write downs there, um, that are, that are affecting them. And so that's all leading to, um, the decline in their, in their profit margins. Uh, talking about write downs of, uh, commercial properties, I saw mm-hmm. this hit my ticker as well. Um, Starwood office complex uh, real estate mogul uh, defaulted mm-hmm. on two point two million dollar office uh, tower in Atlanta. Um, yeah, uh, you and I, you and I have been blowing that horn on commercial real estate for a long time now, saying that there's some there's a bruise and we're cruising for there. Exactly, and so that's. Uh, that's that's the first one I've seen that's really hit the headline, um, but I, I suspect there'll be more to come. Okay, uh, you know, talking about Goldman and go- and banking in general, I've got a chart here that came out of one of my tip sheets. Uh, global investment banking revenue in general. This is just the full picture of the entire industry from uh, quarter two of last of uh, of 2021, taking the fir- the second half of 2021. Compare it to the first half of 2023, total global investment banking revenue is down by over 50%. We simply are not making as many deals as we were. I haven't looked at the volume numbers on Wall Street. Have they really fallen off much? Um, I, I don't. I don't. It, it just depends on the. You know, it's hard to really say because you look at the days of the week, and it. You know, it can be a little bit hard to determine what it is year over year. Okay. Um, from that standpoint, but just but these, struck um, me as a just a precipitous decline in less than a year and a half. Well, yeah, I mean that kind of leads to interactive brokers, right? They they reported earnings as well, and they missed. Mm-hmm. Um, they missed by about eight cents a share. Came in at a dollar thirty two. Um, so so that was another you know brokerage firm that has missed, and that's going to be trading and that kind of stuff. They're down five percent this morning. Wow. I got a whole pile of companies due to report today, and I can't tell which are before and which are uh, after the uh, close of the markets today. So I'll let you drive the truck. What else have you found? So uh, we got a couple other banks that reported, right? U.S. Bank Corporation, they reported um, their results. They came in basically as expected at $1.12. Revenue was kind of right in line with what was expected as well. Um, They're up about a half a percent today. The um, Western Alliance, which is another regional bank, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, they missed by about two cents a share. 
uh, revenue uh, was actually above expectations by a little bit. They're down three and three quarters percent. So that's kind of the, yeah. I expect a tough room for the regionals on their quarterly reports, given what's happened to regional banks over the last quarter. Yeah, exactly. And the last one I want to leave with you, because I think this one could be an indication of our economy as well. And that's Mm -hmm. J.B. Hunt Transportation, the trucking company. Uh, Mm -hmm. They uh, they missed on earnings as well and revenue. Uh, They they missed. They came out a dollar eighty one versus a dollar ninety two expected. And they missed by about two tenths of a billion dollars in 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 revenue. So. uh, so their things are slowing down on that front too. Uh, they're trading up though, even though all that's happening, they're trading up two percent right now. Hmm. Well, better than some folks on the market expected anyway, right? Exactly. <laughs> Evidently. Uh, recapping it yesterday was a big up day on every single index on Wall Street, and the VIX is now sitting still at thirteen and a third, and that's uh, still inordinately low, especially during earnings season. You expect more movements than that. Forty-five minutes before we open this morning, what are we looking at, Philip? Yeah, you know, we've been bouncing between the red and the green pretty much all morning, and uh, things started trending down when the housing numbers came out. But now they bounced back up to, I mean, a very light tinge of green. And we got the Dow uh, up less than two dollars. We got the S and P five hundred up three dollars, and you got the Nasdaq one hundred up a quarter of a percent. It's the big winner right now. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, let's not, let's not go much. take a vacation in the Bahamas on that, Joey. Yeah, exactly. We got silver making a bit, still a big leap today, up a half a percent. Uh, still well over twenty-five at twenty-five dollars and thirty-eight cents an ounce. Gold is flat right now, and crude oil is heading up seven tenths. I'm not liking this number, Dave. Seventy-six dollars and nineteen cents a barrel right now. Ouch! I did read somewhere that's heading toward eighty, and I didn't like that news a bit. Overseas markets, the Asian rim was a true mixed bag. Taiwan was up by two thir- was down by two-thirds of a percent at the close this morning. The mainland Chinese market was up fractionally, and Japan actually had a party. They were up about the kind of percentages we were up, over a uh, 1.2%. Europe is evenly, for the most part, up fractionally halfway through their day-to-day. Keeping tabs on retirement, you need more than just day-by-day numbers from us. You need to have a plan. How do I find you to get a plan to make my retirement happen, Philip? You know, you're exactly right, Dave. And, you know, less than 70% of the folks out there, I should say more than 70% of the folks out there, don't have a plan in place for their retirement. That's why I developed the core retirement design. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday. 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And us back together again tomorrow morning here on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. First, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Halfway through the week, hope it's going well for you. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.